Welcome. Welcome. Under the husk. It's week 14. I just ripped the bong. <clears throat> uh, we got <clears throat> we got playoff scenarios to go over. <clears throat> Gino, I'm going to take a sip of my beer. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, feel better with a clinched playoff spot. Uh, i tell you that much. And I have to thank Mr. Evil Stevie of all people. Coming to the week, you're thinking, if you win, you're in. I knew that wasn't going to happen. If Tanelli loses, I'm in after DK's 36 points. I knew that wasn't going to happen. But in the off chance that the tanking evil Stevie beats the surging Yosoy, brother v. brother, and clinches a spot for all people, his fellow fraud, HHC, in the playoff, sipping an 8% Christmas beer, man, does it feel good. I mean, listen, this is why we love this league. We have matches between brothers, friends, rivals, uh, and in a Week 13 matchup that's seemingly uh, a formality, the younger brother takes down the eldest, who is well on his way to a playoff spot, uh, and now just makes things really, really hairy for Yo Soy and the boys going into Week 14. So Gino kindly uh, wrote up a show script for us with the playoff scenarios. We're going to try to get through this, but there are many. Gino, before I mm-hmm. uh, try to break this down, oh yeah, w- do you want to do you want to set a, a a prediction of what you think the playoffs are going to be? No, I think we're going to do that after. The we're going to do that I, after. I will caveat by saying I don't know historically last week of the regular season where this stacks up, but currently eight teams are vying for playoff spots by the last week of the season. Some teams have already clinched. Um, but there's eight teams still who are not eliminated. Right. Um, obviously, Gumbo, Shrimp, the Phantoms, Shocker, and Evil Stevie uh, <laughs> have all been eliminated. <laughs> but uh, eight teams last week of the season it shows the competitiveness, shows the parity, um, shows that, which we're going to get into, you could go from a two seed to a six seed just like that. Yeah, well, I was going to say eight teams are still alive, like you said. Only one seeding is actually locked up, which to me is is insane. I mean, we knew we were going to have win and in scenarios, but to have seven teams literally have really like no idea who they're going to play next week in the in the first round of the playoffs. It's, no aw- it's awesome. It so is. let's let's break down these scenarios. I just hit the bong. You heard it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But we know one thing for sure: DMP, the current reigning whatever you want to call it, champion. He has the number one seed locked up. Will be just watching on his couch this week. I will say this. 9-0 and record in the division. Perfect division record. Does it speak more to DMP or does it speak more to that ass division? Maybe a little bit of both. 11-2, and most points in the league, though. You can't deny that. 800, I'm sorry, 1,873 <laughs> points. 800 points. Most points in the league? Uh, yeah, maybe by week four. Just kidding. DMP, 11-2, and sitting in the top clinch the one seed, he plays the winner, and this is an important caveat, of the four and the five game, mm-hmm. which we'll get into in a bit, yeah, but DMP. Well, yeah, I mean, Congrats. Who, who, who is... He's not listening. Who is, the, uh, who is the DMP in recent memory NFL comp? Eagles? Chiefs? The, the Eagles who lost in the championship? Sorry, Chiefs. The Chiefs who won the championship. Well, I, I wanted a specific run because when you go in, when you go into the playoffs with an undefeated divisional record, 
the most points and the best record in the league, you have high expectations heading into the playoffs. Anyway, the next team we will talk about, instead of trying to just break down the seeds, we're going to do team by team so we could give a little oh, yeah. bit of an aside about the team also, which I like. Uh, JOS, they have two possible seeding scenarios. They can get the two seed with a win. If they lose to HHC, they will get the three seed. So a lot to play for here, obviously, for JOS. They have a buy on the line in a, in a win and in situation. I, I liken this scenario to a lot like last year, HHC. He was somewhat of a fraud, and all he had to do was win week 13 or we, we win week 14, and he would have clinched a buy. But he loses week 13, and last year I lost to Stevie. This year you lost to Snake Eyes. That's a little bit of a different scenario. But you still control your own destiny with a week 14 win. Now, is your team at a potentially 10-4, and four, potentially 7-3 and three division record, potentially middle of the pack in points, deserving of a bye? No, but here we are, large enough sample size, 14 weeks in. All you got to do is get that win, and it's against yours truly. So, look, the furthest you could go down is three, but we all know how important that first round oh, bye yeah. is. And for a member of this league who's never been in the playoffs, I think that is a huge weight off the shoulder. So, JOS, out of all the games, probably circling this one. Yeah, I will say, though, a team that has made the playoffs, when you have a bye, you could easily get complacent in that off week. So I, I think JOS is thinking about that. Uh, but we'll talk about you, obviously, because you are playing him. Uh, way more seeding uh, scenarios for oh, yeah. HHC. But like we said, the two seed with a win against JOS. The three seed gets a little bit more complicated. You lose and I lose. You get the three seed. You move into the five seed with a loss, a Tom Sawyer win, and a Yo Soy win, but having less points than HHC. And you move to the six seed with a loss, a Tom win, and a Snake Eyes win. So, I mean, the only thing we do know is if you get the two seed, you have a bye. But beyond that, we're kind of just speculating on who you would be playing in the first round. Yeah, it's two or three through six. So it's two or you're playing a playoff game next right, week. Right. There's a lot of variables. Um, we all know how important that first round buy is, as I mentioned. Talk with JOS. The only two teams outside of DMP who can clinch a first round buy, JOS and yours truly, HHC. So <laughs> we know we always have a target on our back when we play JOS. Um, probably more so this week than anything. But I would say the two likely outcomes are the two seed and the six seed because you have to imagine whoever wins your story or snake eyes is probably going to put up a ton of points, probably more than me. Um, so you're saying if you don't win, you're going to fall all the way down to a six seed. Um, however, though, you're still going to be on the same side of the bracket, you know, two, three and six are all on the same side. Of the I, bracket. I didn't so, think about that. Yeah. So again, you're not switching brackets over here, but we would like to be in. We'd like to get another week under our belt because now Brian Robinson is hurt. He's Hollywood Browns hurt. So let's just get that win. Let's get that by. Yeah. Well, another Soy Boy Division member, Tom Sawyer, uh, has two uh, seeding potentials here. Three seed with a win and an HHC loss and a five seed with a win and an HHC win. I cannot drop down to the six seed. I also cannot 
win the division on account of my horrific divisional record. Um, but I think it really probably comes down to who do I think I'm playing in either of those two seeds. Uh, hard to say, but we'll have our predictions in a little bit. Yeah, so unlike the aforementioned JOS and HHC, you can bounce from one side of the bracket to the other. Uh, three seed, you obviously can't get a bye, but you, you'll play a six seed who can be me, can be JOS, can be Snake Eyes. I'm sorry, not JOS, uh, Yosoy or Snake Eyes. And then the five seed, you're probably playing the winner of Motley Boats, which we'll get into, and then sets up a chance to knock off DMP. That could be a spicy one. So, uh, do you want to win this week? Who knows? You got. Um, you got to. You got to beat the best to be the best. You got to beat the best to be the best. It'll be interesting to see. Not necessarily true in it. fantasy, but no. <laughs> you want. You want to think that at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so does Yo Soy? Yeah, is next. He has the most potential Cla- seeding scenarios. Classic. Classic, Cla- classic Yo Soy. <laughs> Adler is somewhere calculating all of the possible matchups and just doing the math in his head. But at the end of the day, all four of their scenarios require a win this week against Snake Eyes. So I'll let you talk about the seeds that they can be in. But but to me, it's sort of a moot point. You got to win. Yeah, and we'll get into it in the matchup breakdown, obviously, in my opinion, the game of the week. But could go as high as a three seed. With a win, an HHC loss, a Tom Sawyer loss, and a Motley win, of all things. Uh, Four seed with a win, an HHC loss, also a Tom Sawyer loss, and a Boats win, just due to some of the point differential. Um, Five seed with a win, Tom Sawyer win, HHC loss. Some are pegging that as the odds-on favorite. Um, And then six seed with a win, a Tom Sawyer win, and then an HHC win? Because I would clinch the two seed. Tom Sawyer five, and then Yo Sawyer six. A lot of variables. Also, the other variable is if he doesn't win, he's a seven seed and is playing in the playoff bracket. The loser's playoff bracket. Yeah, and I don't believe he has, first he has pick. his pick. He's playing. Is he playing for his brother again? I think so. Oh man. Well, uh, it's it's becoming about that time where I'm way too high to do these <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> uh, I got it. But I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I'm gonna push along. I'm gonna oh. but I'm gonna kick it over to you quicker. Yeah. Uh, Snake Eyes is on the other side of this matchup. They have three scenarios here: the three seed, the five seed, and the six seed. Once again, though, all require a win. Yeah, I think the three seed is probably the most unlikely. Uh, he would clinch the three seed with a win, an HHC loss, and a Tom Sawyer loss. Um, so it could get all the way up to three. Five seed looking a little bit more likely with a win, a Tom Sawyer win, and an HHC loss. So similar to Yo Soy, could clinch that five seed spot, be on the other side of the bracket. And then a six seed wins, Tom Sawyer wins, and HHC wins. Um, essentially, that would just be a play-in game for Yo Soy and Snake Eyes if the aforementioned um, Tom I think that, that's my pick for the most likely scenario, by the way. Well, we'll talk we'll, about it, we'll, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, all that to say, that was only one side of the league. The, the other, other side is very simple. though. The other side of the league, we already talked about DMP. I know he's not listening, um, but it's a battle of boats and a battle of Motley, and it's taking place in, in San, San Francisco. Fran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, you'll you'll set the stage for this one, and we'll get into it in the uh, the previews. But what what a gem we have! Yeah, uh, boats. Two scenarios here: the three seed or the four seed. Uh, but listen, this matchup is for the second place spot in the alpha male division, uh, formerly known as Palestine. Uh, but 
I mean, you said it. They're in they're in San Francisco together. It's a divisional championship matchup. I mean, they don't care what seed they have. They just want to win. Exactly. So boats could potentially get a three seed here. Very unlikely. So don't get your hopes up. Uh, if he wins and HHC loses, which he's obviously rooting for, and somehow the combination of Tom Sawyer loses and Snake Eyes loses, uh, you would have to get L's across the board. Potentially uh, an unlikely scenario, but the most likely scenario is winning in, get the four seed for either Boats or Motley. Um, Boats gets a win, and any win from the aforementioned Snake Eyes, Tom Sawyer, or HHC guarantees Boats the four seed. Motley wins. He could only get the four seed mm-hmm. because he has checks notes 300 less points than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, actually, 320, but who's counting? We are. So those are the scenarios. I will reiterate again. Eight teams vying for a playoffs. Six out of those eight teams are all playing each other. JOS, HHC, Yosui, Snake Eyes, Boats, Motley. We're going to get into it. It's probably, arguably, definitely the best pot of the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not even... I don't think there's any qualifying statements. First pot of December. I mean... It's the most wonderful time. And we got beers with Christmas stuff on them. And Stein will be singing and... Oh, you got to ask Stein. He knew about these trogues. He he said they were a good a good brand. All right, Stein. A, a very reputable and trustworthy brand of beer. Yes, trogues is PA. This is also a PA beer. Southern Tier Brewing Company, two X Miss Spice Double Ooh, L. You see, you see what they did there, Gina? L brewed. I did with orange peels, <laughs> ginger root, cardamom. Mm, it's a it's a it's a good one. It's a I good like, like spice thing. I like mom's cinnamon, fig paste, <laughs> and cloves. Bold, dynamic, extraordinary, 8% alcohol. Stein, looking for a review. Was that an ad read? What the hell? What the hell is an ad read mode? <laughs> all right, all right. We are gonna, we're going to do a recap. Of Quick recap. <laughs> By the way, this could also be a record-breaking length. <laughs> it won't. I, I, I refuse. Oh, G- I re- Gino has to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pick up O'Neal's. We're, oh, my God, this fucking guy. All right, well, last week, where do we go? Where do we go? Uh, weekly results. Mm-hmm. Where do we want? Where do we want to start? I think we start uh, with the the shittiest game, which was Motley and Shrimp. Motley and Shrimp. Well, Motley had to win. Actually, didn't have to win it, Mm-mm. right? It, it, it didn't matter. But you know, you want to go into the the playoff game with a win. They take down the Shrimp one fifteen to seventy eight. Shrimp setting an honorable lineup back to his losing ways, though. Look, the, the the most astounding thing about Shrimp's lineup is you look at the bench, and there are just zeros across the board. Yeah, you had some buys. Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. Sure, guys are hurt. Justin Jefferson, Jimmy G. But, I mean, there are just a lot of inactive players on this roster, uh, including Isaiah Spiller, who was forced to start. Um, Shrimp, what can I say? Yeah, you got one under your belt. Just don't lose away the, uh, the number one overall seed, which it looks like you did, but... Uh, we'll see how that finishes up. Motley didn't need to win, but impressive. Brock Purdy, 29 points on the road against Philly. He also had zero points and taken a hit when it matters most. Tank Dell, the rookie sensation, out for the year, hurting Motley Jew's chances this week. So we'll get into that in a bit. But, hey, didn't clinch it for Motley Jew, but add some breathing. They're still room. alive. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, a much more, you know, prominent matchup. We'll look at here, same division, 
Uh, but you have a division, well, now crowned division champion, DMP, taking down boats 162 to 116. For DMP, it didn't matter much. I think he had the, the seed locked up, the number one seed. Boats, though, 116 points in a, in a matchup where you can make a little bit of a statement to the league. Mm. I don't... I don't think they feel some of the rhetoric in the in the fantasy group chat. I don't think they feel great about their their upcoming matchup. Certainly not the the way that they would have felt that they were a shoe in a couple weeks ago. Well, I'll say this: both certainly was not healthy. Josh Allen, by Saquon, by you know, just just not healthy in terms of the optimal lineup. However, I mean, look at the bench though. I mean, right. However, you gotta. I mean, Brees Hall putting up eight, Austin Eckler putting up six. I mean, these are. It's discouraging because you're going to go start those guys next week as well. Um, Calvin Ridley, you thought that he was going to explode after Christian Kirk popped his testicle. Uh, only finishes oh, with 6.3 points. So it's looking like that trade, Jacoby Myers v. Calvin Ridley, which we'll get into in the preview, um, sort of a wash and actually sort of a win for Motley. So both, we knew you were going to be at full strength. Uh, a win would have helped. It certainly wouldn't have clinched, but you got to put this one behind you. DMP, 162 points, 32 from Tyreek, 24 from Jalen, another 19 from Tony P. All roses and sunshine for DMP. Uh, proving me wrong uh, about how worthy he is as a true contender. So um, DMP always wants to win, but he always certainly wants to beat a former champ, and there's only one other former champ next to him. So DMP, good win over Boats. King of the division. We'll see if you're the king of the league in a few weeks here. Okay, sorry, I was just giving some content to the league. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it sounds like whatever you said was was really good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, DMP, he's the number one seed. Boats. I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah, Boats, let's see, let's see what you got next week, or this week, should I say. Uh, the next matchup, I mean, it ended up probably being higher scoring than maybe the, the preset total would have oh, yeah. said. Uh the Phantoms taking down Cosmic Gumbo 134 to 97 on the journey to 7 and 7. Uh, manifest Destiny. We talked about it all the time. The Phantoms going 7 and 7. It was written in stone. Um, didn't care who he won or who he lost early in the season, but the last two weeks of the year, facing 5 and 7 and going up against Gumbo or Shrimp, uh, that's when you know you have it written in stone. But like you said, like you said, Gumbo putting up 30 points early on Thursday night with Geno Smith. So Phantoms was getting worried. <laughs> well, no, he was getting excited. But he was also getting <laughs> excited because he's like, wait, I want to lose this. Uh, at the end of the day, look, the Phantoms, yes, narrowly missing the playoffs, uh, eliminated with two weeks to go, but uh, a competitive young squad. I think the better days are ahead. Um, Cosmic Gumbo, on the other hand, might be looking more like a two-week, two-year rebuild. Uh, really good performances from Derrick Henry, but... Just a little too late there. Um, so at the end of the day, these two teams had zero playoff consequences in terms of uh, actual outcome of this game. But give it to the Phantoms. He's going to pull off the Jeff Fisher once more and go 7-7 seven to seven with a win this week against the Shrimp. Yeah, I will say, uh, like, the Phantoms, when they do get over the hump, like, I wouldn't want to play the Phantoms in no, the playoffs I right now. I, I do believe that they're going to win the out bracket. That is my prediction, depending on how the how the week shakes out. But the Phantoms, I, 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 they're right there. 
they're right there. They, they, they also have a stockpile of draft picks. Um, they're probably going to cut some older folks. Uh, I could just see the Phantoms counting down the days until he cuts DeAndre Hopkins from that roster. Uh, an older receiver, uh, most likely going to cut Cooper Cup. Is um, is Richad White a top seven dynasty running back? It'll be interesting to see what Tampa Bay does. If they're still ass and he gets seven catches a game, yeah, his volume's going to be up there. But I mean, they're um, not in any position to get a quarterback, I don't think. No, I, I think Zephantum is actually a good case study. We went into the year thinking terrible running backs, great wide receivers. It's not that it's completely flipped on its head, but the running backs have certainly carried the load for the Phantoms over the past six weeks. These wide receivers hurt some quarterback injuries with the Bengals. Uh, JSN's not really coming along. George Pickens. No, and Jigbees so is going to be good, though. He looks oh, good. Oh, he's going to be great. But uh, some of our assumptions going into the year was the Phantoms were wrong. The assumptions that we got right was there a 500 717. <clears throat> Brad, there you go. A little sucking for you on the pod. Uh, I hope you liked it. You just can't wait for the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting closer to knowing who's who, how, like, you will know next week how far you can drop in the in the draft. So, Bradley will already be scouting for sure. He's got guys on the big board. Moving on, Snake Eyes taking on JOS and uh, really putting a beatdown on JOS, 170 to 130. So, uh, a respectable score from JOS, no doubt. But Snake Eyes came to play. They knew that it was it's winning in for the rest of the season. Um, and just mammoth performances from Christian McCaffrey and James Conner. Uh, staff was was good. So, I mean, Snake Eyes is is on a a rampage right now to try to make the playoffs. No, I mean, Snake Eyes really needed to win, essentially, I want to say from week 11 or 12 on. Um, no, because week 11 he lost to yours truly. That was the stinker on Monday night with A.J. Brown and Travis Kelsey. So he went into week 12, went into Thanksgiving weekend saying, we got to win out, took care of business against Stevie with a 148 bomb and really came out firing against J.O. Fraud uh, and did it really all on Thursday night football. You think about it, I mean, look at these numbers here. We're talking... 37 from A.J. Brown. Um, I'm sorry. Th- sorry, I'm high. 37 from D.K. Metcalf. Uh, big chunk of your points there. Uh, follow that up with another 24 from James Conner, another 25 from Christian McCaffrey, another 23 from Stafford, who we all pegged as having a pretty bad matchup in Cleveland, cruising to 170 points. And that's that's with Garrett Wilson only getting eight. Granted, it was a rain game, and that's with only Travis Kelsey getting thirteen. Snake Eyes is probably, arguably, one of the hottest teams in the league, and it's a winning in scenario. And he's right back where he was last year. JOS on the other side, a lot of down arrows. Ramondre Stevenson out for the year. Terry McLaurin put up a bagel. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hurt his ankle. Don't really know the health and status of Kenneth Walker. Um, Derek Carr, his backup to Trevor Lawrence, also got hurt this week. JOS, not healthy at the right time. Um, to make matters worse, even the guys that are in, Najee, he's on the injury report. Um, Jalen Waddell seems to not get enough love in Miami. So two teams trending in the complete opposite directions here, but Snake Eyes is doing everything he can and really in that playoff mindset a couple weeks early. Mm-hmm. Gino, did you get hit with some of my secondhand smoke? 
I must have because it's, you, you seem kind of stuck. I no no. I think I must have because I was looking at DK Metcalf and they're they're right next to each other, like DJ DK Metcalf Ooh. and AJ Brown. And I think I said DJ Metcalf, and I'm like, what the hell? Um, yeah, no, I got my bearings. It's, it, might, it might be the eight percent beer I'm chugging. To. He's back. He's back. Okay, well. I'm just scrolling upward, so this, in my opinion, ended up being the game of the week. We talked about what it did to the playoff implications, but Evil Stevie, the youngest of the KDAs, taking down Yo Soy Nadaddy Kongju, 142-126, to putting Yo Soy in a win-and-in situation. I let it off top of the show with how important this game was. Uh, all year we talked about Yo Soy. What are the main factors? It's the Chargers connection, and it's the Niners connection. Well, the Chargers connection ran into a monsoon in Foxborough. Eight points from Herbert, nine points from Keenan Allen. You're going to tell me 17, 18 points from those two guys? The other team's going to win nine times out of ten, regardless if it's Evil Stevie or even Gumbo, for that matter. Um, take a step further. Yosoy, for the first half, didn't really have much production from Debo and George Kittle. Obviously, mm-hmm. Debo exploded in the third quarter and the fourth quarter to put up 36 points. So, you know, hats off to Yosoy just showing his explosiveness. But Evil Stevie, the fighter in him, <laughs> did not give up. Nico Collins, 32 points. <laughs> Christian Watson, 27. 142 points would have beaten most teams this week. And to take that a step further, Devin A. Chain, welcome back to the lineup. I know last week he was in, but he got hurt. He scored 26. Evil Stevie. Huge smile on his face knowing that he has, what, five, six draft picks, and he almost knocked off his brother. I said it back in week four or five. Evil Stevie is going to play spoiler to someone, and he, hel- <laughs> and he helped HHC of all people. I, I just I can't get over you saying, good on Yo Soin and Daddy Kong for showing his explosiveness <laughs> while talking about Debo. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good stuff. I mean, I, I'm, I can't. I'm I'm too baked to not laugh at that, but well, it just goes to show you. Even if you lose, I mean, a guy could score three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, that. exactly. You, you're not going to talk about yes so or ounce. <laughs> I don't have much to say, uh, but yeah, Stevie, that that's he he lost out on the maybe the pick, but man, that that's got to feel like a little bit of a Super Bowl late in the season for him. It's got to be. All right, uh, last matchup of the week, the battle of the co-hosts. Uh, Tom Sawyer, I felt like I needed the win here more than you did, I guess, like for playoff implications. It ended up being that with the last game's result, it wouldn't really have mattered much. But um, Tom Sawyer taking down HHC 158 to 119. At the end of the night, we both had playoff spots locked in. But if it happened a week later, it would have been bye-bye for HHC. Yeah, and I'll say this. Uh, start, I mean, 158 to 119, it was a blowout. Uh, I'll say this. Earlier on in the week, you gave away Kyron Williams. I thought you were going to start him. You traded him. Okay. Then all of a sudden, I'm looking. Bijan against the Jets. You might not start Bijan. Okay, Travis Etienne's got a rib injury. Yeah, I might not start Travis Etienne. Started both of them. So I'm like, okay, you know, that, that's pretty fair. On his bench, 30 points, Joe Mixon. Makes you wonder. Tom Sawyer. I mean, he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Etienne, Bijan in, Travis, I mean, sorry, uh, Kyron Williams out, Joe Mixon on the bench. He could start, he could swap these guys in. Just shows you how effective this team is. I will say this, though. Good thing I'm playing you this week, or I played you last week, because this week, Dak's playing Philly. 
Sam Howell on a bye. We'll get into it in the previews, but you're not nearly full capacity, and that's, I think, why you needed to win that much more. Granted, you are playing Stevie. I got I got Davidius taking me to the promised land this uh, week. We'll see about Davidius on Monday <laughs> night. Um, but just just goes to show you, Tom Sawyer, uh, a lot of points here. CeeDee Lamb, 30 on Thursday night. Puka, 24. Uh, he ke- seems to keep exploding. Um, and then HHC, getting a little bit hurt, but also getting guys who are starting for the injured RB1s. Zach Moss moving into RB1. Zeke moving into an RB1. Yes, Brian Robinson getting hurt. Yes, Marquise Hollywood Brown put up a bagel and then got hurt. Still some things to shuffle. We'll get into it in the preview. Um you didn't you mentioned it earlier in the show, but Christian Kirk's exploding dick and balls was not great for the depth of Tom Sawyer, but uh we're just gonna have to roll with Joe Mixon now, probably. Hey, he outscored Marquise Hollywood Brown on one on one play. So that's all I guess. No, no, I'm not I'm not saying in relation to the matchup. I'm saying for the I gotta win three more games here, so uh, what what is that face that you're doing over there? Devontae Parker listed as out. Oh, that's good for my bet that I placed. I was gonna say I thought he was gonna be did like. You, did you get your? Did you change your lineup? He's not in my lineup. Oh no! Isn't he on your Bob team? He's on. I dropped him. He's on my NIMBY team. Mm, the Nimbus clenched clenched the playoff in Nimbus. Me and Keith had a huge battle in, in Nimbus, but. Let's move on. Actually, it's, it's not a nimbious spot. <laughs> actually, uh, let me ask you this before we move into the uh, previews. Do you like the Davidius man, like leaning into the to the like the, the Italian guy? I mean, at first it was cute. Now it's just it's a little fucking ridiculous. I mean, to be honest with you, um, they got him like ranking uh, meals and stuff. Yeah, I saw that with like a TikTok guy. I, I do like the fact that the local deli was doing like a hey, we'll name something the Devito. I really like that chicken parm. Uh, Mario's out here on Hoboken. They have shit pizza. They do have a good chicken parm. Yes, Brad, they do have a good chicken parm. They named it the Davidius? Uh Avaca chicken parm. No, they didn't name it the Davidius. <laughs> I think it was a, a deli called Napoli somewhere in like Central Jersey, but. Um, I'll tell you what, if we were competing for like a, you know, if we were nine and five competing for like an actual playoff spot, I mean, there is a chance the Giants still get in. It would be a little bit like shut up and pay attention to football. But I think it's a good story when you consider the fact that we started off. He's so going to play eight games in his life. Right. Or whatever, however many he's going to have down this stretch. This, this will be the, it's Lynn sanity. It's DeVito sanity. He will never have a bigger stage than this. I think it's good for the Giants. I think it's good for Jersey. And I think it's good for the Pisans. I think it's a little blown out of proportion. That's all. Yeah. All right. You, you clearly had thought about that. So that's good. I'm glad I asked. Uh, let's go into. I got thoughts about everything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to talk about? 1600 Japan? <laughs> I mean, we, we already did that pre pod. Uh, Let's talk about week 14, the last regular season matchup for everyone. Everyone's going to continue. Oh, actually, the two the two last seeds will have nothing to do next did they, week. Did they clinch it already? Or no? uh, I mean, no. Because we didn't e- do that. Either of them, we're we're going to talk about that. Either of them could technically win, uh, and the points are close enough that... Uh, it's within 30 points, their their point total. So it's it's well within range. But, uh, yeah, week 14, let's kick it. Oh, oh Gina, let's see what they we, – we talked about that the media gave the wrong the wrong game of the week probably, but we got to respect what they, what they say. Uh, let's see what it says. Where do we start? 
Do we? Ooh, man. I think we start with the battle. Uh, I, 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 I was going to say. We, I think I mean, t- it was just a perfect lead about about the paisans. <laughs> you talk about it, I'll get it queued up, the music. Well, it's usually, I'm going to keep talking because it's usually supposed to be started right now. Like when we. I know, I'm loading YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well. Wait, this isn't YouTube, it's Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) We should be able to watch a little bit of porn at work. Uh, This is, I'm supposed to have the background music, but I don't yet, but it'll come in. This is the battle for the love of Don Pliés. And I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Actually, it means a lot for one of the franchises, but in a way that I don't think the Don would necessarily be happy about. Uh, he wants his boys winning championships, uh, but in a way, getting the number one overall pick in the second round is a championship, too. Uh, what can you say about this matchup? At this point, I think we just have to kind of talk about the way that their seasons have gone, uh, rather than actually try to break down the matchup itself, because uh, it, it can't really do much... It, Cosmic Gumbo's uh, ability to get that pick really matters about how he does, not how DMP does. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say it's it's a foregone conclusion that DMP is going to win. It's a 99% chance, according to our fine folks at MFL, that he is going to win. Uh, finally got the music to play, so I'll... Uh, yeah, it's never, it's never too late for that. Crank it up a little bit. Um, look, I, I think coming into the year, we thought Gumbo was going to fall short of expectations. Uh, back-to-back playoff appearances in 21 and 22. We all pegged him, pegged, as the team that was most likely going to miss the playoffs. Maybe some said 7-7, seven and seven, maybe some said 5-9. and nine. Um, I know my co-host here was rather bullish on their demise, and it came to fruition. A lot of aging veterans, a lot of heavy contracts there. Um, I don't think next year is just going to solve Gumbo's issues. I think it's going to take about two years. Um Similar vein for DMP, I think next year he's going to enter the situation where he's got a lot of expensive contracts, and he's going to have to make a tough decision on who to keep and who to cut. Uh, Tyreek Hill, probably going to keep. Devontae Adams, probably going to cut. Uh, what happens to Mike Evans? You know, What happens to guys like Jerome Ford? What happens to Tony Pollard? These, these are all considerations. I will say this, though. The big thing about DMP this year is he found his QB2. It's a third-year guy, Justin Fields relatively cheap, but he could also be on a different team next year. So DMP tried his best to get a little bit younger. I think this time next year, DMP, in my opinion, not going to be 11-2. Gumbo probably not going to be 2-11. and 11. For this week, though, DMP is going to take it to Cosmic Gumbo, 152-94. I'm just going to ask you this before we move on. Do you think it's like a, it's a full – does Gumbo do like a full teardown and just completely rebuild through the vet draft? And, and whatever picks he has, like, I, I, I see a lot of guys that are just like, they're even at any price, like take shots on other players. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, Miles Sanders gone, Derrick Henry gone, boom, boom. Like, we know that. And that's going to free up a ton of money. That's what I'm saying. Pick a um, core and then just get rid of like 80% of the squad. Yeah, I, I honestly think at the beginning of next year, uh, Gumbo might have zero running backs on his active roster. I, I, I don't mean that like facetiously. I facetiously, I actually think Cosmic Gumbo will have zero of these running backs on his roster this time next year. They're all aging veterans, and they're all very expensive. Um, the question is, can he, get a, can, he, can he get anything for them? 
Like, is there a world where someone says, like, I have the cap, I'll just take Derrick Henry at this price with the with the cap, but, with the inflation? But, I mean, what's Derrick Henry's outlook? He's on the wrong side of 30, you know, backing out of his career. I, I think the best thing for Gumbo is just to hit the reset button and, and fully delve into it. And next year, if you're still 4-8, and 4-10, uh, and 10, then so be it. Um, but but you're saving a lot of cap. You're working for 2025. You're getting better. You could try to accumulate some draft picks. I will say this, though. Kenny Pickett, uh, you know, could have been a cornerstone, might turn into a miss. So we'll see that. Um it's just it's not looking great for guys like Gumbius, and I think he might be able to get some picks for guys like Mike Williams potentially, Josh Palmer potentially. There are some guys who he could trade for picks, but Gumbo's got to go all in to a rebuild. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Well, what what's your what's your score prediction? I already called it one forty eight to ninety four. Okay, ninety four. I just really wanted to know what you thought about Gum- Gumbius's point total because it could matter it could matter if they both lose um all right next matchup we will talk about the other team that is vying for the number one overall pick uh taking on a guy who has always got his eye on the number one pick we're talking about the shrimp taking on the phantoms of two teams that are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs uh the shrimp was embroiled in a conflict last week when it came to the anti-tanking discussions of 2023. Uh, and he put out what he deemed to be his best lineup, uh, only to fall and, and and not put up a great point total. That being said, the Shrimp now is in contention for the number one overall pick in a matchup where the Phantoms has no claim to the to a playoff spot what do, what do you do if you are on the tanking committee here? How would you police uh, some some questionable moves from the shrimp here taking on the phantoms who has nothing to play for? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's very tough. I mean, uh, the shrimp has to get outscored by thirty points. Is it mm-hmm. um, to get that number one overall seed? And, and you're telling me he can't find a way to, to score sixty points. No, but, I mean, <laughs> does, does, does Gumbo also look at it and say, "I just I want to get the number one overall." Pick, I think they should both. His. I think, but he—that's the thing. He doesn't have. The- I know it's 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 rare. I think. Look, I think the shrimp has a better chance of scoring less points because his roster he can manipulate to be relatively ass. <laughs> but like, okay, I'm like Kyler Murray having a buy is huge for the shrimp. I mean, that's that's massive. Well, it just news. takes one potentially it's controversial conversation out of the the biggest news. Like starting Isaiah Likely over TJ Hawkinson. Ah, okay. I mean, they're both they're both starting. So totally legal. Totally legal. Um, on the other side, though, the Phantoms. I'm curious to hear his thoughts on the tank committee <laughs> because he sits on the advisory board of the tanking committee. He and, represents uh, the tankers in arbitration. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was he was declared tank of the year, man of the year, Times Magazine. Uh, it'll be interesting. I think the Phantoms, you know, coming into this, he'll get the win. Obviously, he'll be seven and seven, and he'll he'll move on to bigger and better things. But I'm curious to hear his thoughts on what the shrimp or gumbo would do, and I'm curious what he would do. In this situation, I, I kind of know when he would do. I mean, if he was in trim spot, he would start Goff, Zach Evans, 
Isaiah's I mean, hold, yeah. Hold, let me. No, like the, the rule, as I've as I've maintained, is that the the player has to be active. So he can't start Henmius. He can't start Kyler. He can't start Jimmy G. Oh, then he can't start. Um, he he can start Michael Carter. He can start. Uh, no, Michael Carter's on a buy. Oh, Zach he's on Evans a buy. is inactive, yeah. and then Isaiah Spiller was inactive. Yeah, he he has to start those running backs that he has in. Damn. Um, but the wide receiver position, he could he could get creative. <laughs> uh, you could start Michael. You could start. Scott I mean, he, he could start Jeremy Ruckert if he yeah, wanted I mean, to. How about this? Don't start Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't start Rasheed Rice. <laughs> Uh, Those are the two guys but I yes, I th- I think that I agree that that is also what Brad would do, uh, and I think I think that now that the stakes are lower, you could understand why you can't police it last week and not this week because the stakes are different, but the concept is the same over the course of the whole season. But we'll see what Rote does. We'll see what the Phantoms does. Uh, they got to gear up for a out bracket matchup, so. What do you think is the outcome of this game, Gino? Uh, I think it's going to be a swift ass kicking from the Phantoms. Uh, 134, relatively high. I'm going to give him 128. I'm going to give the shrimp 75. Um, so I do think when it's all said and done, Gumbius Gumbius in a dish will end up with the number one pick. Do you think that uh, CJ Stroud is going to shred the Jets D? I don't. I think it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. Uh, it's going to be tough conditions in the Jets D. It's still the Jets D. Um, hence why I'm limiting the Phantoms to only uh, 128. No, but I'm saying I'd be ready to, to declare Stroud a him if he does shred this defense. I don't think he will. Um, it'd be interesting. I, I think if I'd be interesting to see how many teams the Phantoms would win. Would beat uh, this week. Play them this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, let's that, let's do that as a series throughout the playoffs. Would the Phantoms win? Would <laughs> <laughs> win? If he wasn't in tank mode. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say he's only gonna beat three teams this week. All right, I think he's gonna put up 158. What? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, he's gonna go to seven and seven emphatically. 158 week high. The shrimp puts up 71. Because he tanks, uh, okay. and I respect it. Um, let's see. Ah, fuck. I I backed out of the uh, the preview page. Where do we go next? Me versus Stevie, probably? Yeah. All right, well, it's a battle of the Keiths. Stevie wins last week, also setting his best possible lineup. Um, he, he put his brother in a tricky situation this week. Um but puts up 142 points heading into this week. He actually texted me today. It is Stevie's first matchup of the year with a projection over 100 points uh, coming against me. Uh, This game doesn't really matter for me. We talked about it. I could be the three seed or the five seed, so it's going to be a a matter of where I end up, uh, what side of the bracket I'm on, who I play in the first round. Uh, But I am very strategically playing Davidius, because we do want to get him a ring. And you have to play a game to get a ring. Look, I think that Evil Stevie, he he got all his spoilers out last week, you know. Um, I think week 13 is very symbolic to Evil Stevie. If you think about 2022, 
knocked off HHC. In <laughs> oh, yes, he did. No one thought that he was going to do it. Evil Stevie did. I did. did. Flat, fast forward another year. You have a tanking HHC, uh, Evil Stevie. You have a surging Yosoy. No one thinks that Evil Stevie's going to win, but look what happens. Um, not an indictment on Yosoy, but just speaks to the Evil Stevie powers of Week 13. Um, all that to say, I don't think he could replicate that performance two weeks in a row. Now, what's interesting, as you mentioned, all of a sudden, Sam Howell's out, Tommy DeVito's in. Okay. For Evil Stevie, he's got some pretty good matchups. Tua, Tennessee, Monday night. Nico, the number one receiver in Houston. No uh, Tank Dell. Devin A. Chain, we talked about. Miami, Monday night against Tennessee. And Elijah Moore. Apparently the only quarterback that could unlock Elijah Moore is Joe Flacco. And with Amari Cooper on the wrong side of questionable, Elijah Moore might get fed. I'm going to say it's competitive, uh, but at the end of the day, I think Tom Sawyer just does enough. Even with a beat-up Travis Etienne, uh, they're going to rely on him even more with Travis, uh, Trevor Lawrence hurt. Joe Mixon's going to get his. Bijan's going to get his. And not to mention probably two of the top five wide receivers in the league right now in terms of fantasy, CeeDee Lamb and Amon Ra. They're going to eat. Puka is not far behind. Yeah, we'll see. 148 to 126. I'll give Evil Stevie some credit finishing the year strong, but finishing it at 3 and 11, 3 overall seed. Uh we'll see what he does in the playoff bracket. Yeah, well, I mean, two things that I want to see in this in for Stevie is Joe Flacco starting again. Mm-hmm. What does Elijah Moore do? Cuz he only feasts with Flacco. Oh, he's going to have 20 points. I'm going to yeah. start him and Bob. Uh and then Stevie picked up Parker Washington. Uh, on waivers this week. It was a great pick. He's, yeah, he looked, I mean, Kirk's gone, uh, and he was heavily targeted. I don't know what what's going to happen with Trevor Lawrence, but he's projected only 2.5 points. you got to think he gets at least eight, I, 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 think, I would imagine. But uh, I'll, I'll agree. Tom Sawyer gets a win, goes to 9-5. We'll see about the seeding, 137 to 121. Not, not a beatdown uh, at all. Uh, let's see. We are gonna go to so the next the next three are the big matchups. Um, hmm. HHC, we're gonna go to all right. HHC because the, the, bo- <laughs> bo- both of these teams are locked in. They will be playing in the playoffs, so you could say that a division championship is the bigger prize. But at the end of the day, if you get into the playoff bracket, you got a chance at the championship. So this one gets a little bit less of a of an importance rating than the other two that we're going to talk about. But HHC has been, you know, vocally anti-JOS on the pod, on the air. Uh, there is a paper trail there. JOS kind of kills them with kindness in the group chat. They try to be coy. But I know that they're fuming. You, you can smell the smoke coming out of their ears. Uh, I mean, from this got the matchup of the week. Yeah, it got the matchup of the week. But because they know about the behind the scenes, uh, the feuding aspect of this battle. Uh, but it's important. It's important too. You want the buy. Um, you you know you get the buy. You're in the semifinals. You got to win two games. Anything can happen in a two game stretch. So. I'm going to let Gino break it down because right now it's a one-point projection uh, from Vegas in favor of JOS, I will say, on the road. So some people will say 
It's probably they think he's more of a three-point favorite. But, uh, Gino, what do you think about this matchup? I'll ask you. What happened in week seven? I don't know. HHC <laughs> coming into JOS. Everyone thought 6-0 and JOS. How could he lose to the potential fraud of HHC? Well, well you were, like, guaranteeing a win. I do remember clear that. on the air. <laughs> we are guaranteeing a win. 164 points to 134. 30-point output. Knocking JOS down a peg. I think a similar story is going to happen. And I think it's for a different reason, though. I'll tell you why. You look at JOS, and he's clearly not healthy. J-O- I mean, JOS potentially down two quarterbacks in Week 13. Trevor Lawrence probably not going to play. Backup Derek Carr, not going to play. Might be forced to start Gardner Minshew um, or C.J. Beathard, but probably Minshew. Najee Harris banged up. He's probably going to be a decoy tonight. I mean, I'm going to knock on wood. I don't think he's going to shred the New what's England it, What's his injury? It was a knee. He didn't practice Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, no, he can't. So he's, you know, so-so to begin with, but short week. Well, he's, they've got they've got Jalen Warren in there already. Right. Uh, another guy who's banged up who could also miss this week, and even if he does play, terrible matchup, Kenneth Walker. Got to go on the road to San Francisco after missing the past two weeks and not practicing Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, no, thank you. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, not to mention, he they, hurt his ankle, yeah. and he's out for the year. So they have nobody fact, to plug in. They have nobody. Trey McBride, great tight end. He's on a bye. Terry McLaurin, he's been Higby, asked. You could put Higbeus in there. But guess what? <laughs> he's on a bye. You could put Higbeus no, in. Right, yeah. um, in my opinion, this hundred, just like week seven, this 142-point output by JOS, this projection that MLF is spewing, is the biggest fake news. Uh, road dog coming into HHC. You expect him to put up more points? Not to mention, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the best matchup against Buffalo coming off their bye. The only saving grace, the only saving grace is if Jalen Waddle and Mostert absolutely eat on Monday, which is absolutely possible. And that's why I'm actually respecting JOS this week. Week 7, I didn't respect him at all. But at the end of the day, it's all going to be HHC. Lamar Jackson off a bye, home against the Rams. He's going to shred. RB1, Zeke Elliott, Thursday night's going to get it kicked off. Zach Moss, Al McMara, my opinion, two top seven options this week. Stephon Diggs off a bye. Chris Olave in a great matchup. And Tucker Craft on Monday night. I'll be there watching 146 to 132. That's right. HHC gets it done, gets the two seed, gets the bye. And JOS on the outside looking in. Well, well, no, no, he, <laughs> he just doesn't win the division. Uh, you, uh, he's ass. <laughs> you have you have agreement in the result. Uh, I do think that HHC is going to get that big meaty hand to the top of the mountain, the one that he was so close to getting last year. I think You're he's going to win the division uh, at nine and five over JOS. Um, and I think he's going to do it on the back of a, a running back room that I would say if you posted that in the group chat in August and said, this is who I'm rolling with this year, you would have been laughed out of the room. So, uh, yeah, these guys have been putting up top 10 weeks. Well, not Zeke, but he's set to be kind of in play. But these other two guys have been putting up top 10 weeks uh, regularly. Um, so... I think HHC gets it done. I think it's lower scoring than the books have it. I'm going to say 128 to 117 HHC. 
the soy boy of the year. Wow, it feels good. And I will just say this. Yes, you're right. There are guys who are making this roster um, that June, July, you would have scoffed at. I mean, Zach Moss, Deontay Foreman chipped in. Kareem Hunt didn't even have a team until week three, until Chubb got hurt. Um, These guys are chipping along, making some trades down the stretch. The reason why the Adam Thielen trade is so important is because last week, Stephon Diggs on a bye. I had to start a third wide receiver. This year, this week, Hollywood Brown's on a bye. You have to start a third wide receiver. And by the way, one of them's banged up. So this Adam Thielen guy, you know, I'll tell you, he's got some HHC in him. You know, white, Midwestern <laughs> type of guy. <laughs> I was Luke Collar. <laughs> I- interesting thing about your uh, matchup. Zay Flowers is kind of a, a question mark, like landmine type of player in that roster. Uh, I would say, like for the opponent, Zay Flowers, you don't know what you're going to get from him, but he, you're afraid that he could explode. Uh, you got Lamar to kind of hamper his upside there, which I think is interesting in this matchup. I'm going to keep my eye on it. But I think, unrelated to this one, they're playing the Rams. Are the Rams making the playoffs? Nope. Moving on. You don't think so, or are you just not entertaining it? Wrong. Okay, so I'm going to take that as a yes. They will be. Uh, who do Wrong. we want to... we got two matchups left to talk about. We, both of them are winning ins. We know who they are. Where are we starting, Gino? I, I think you know the answer. What's the game of the week? So I think we're going to start with Motley and with Sanchez. And I think the game of the week will preserve for Boats and Snake Eyes. I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> for Yosue. <laughs> okay. You're giving that one the match of the week. That is the match of the week. We'll start with Mott Ass and Boats. All right. <laughs> well, Motley Jew, interestingly enough, within MFL, is traveling to Boats for this matchup. But in the real 3D universe, Boats will be getting on a plane and flying out to Motley uh, to enjoy and watch some San Francisco 49er football. Uh, this matchup has been highly discussed. <clears throat> uh, it's a win-and-in situation for both teams. I think the – I don't know if Motley has not set a couple of the, the players that will be in their lineup, but it's currently a 21-point projection in favor of Boats. I think that's unfair. Um, I know that guys like Saquon, guys like Eckler, and guys like Brees are always going to get a little bit inflated projections. <clears throat> but it's kind of been a bumpy ride for Boats up to this point. Motley had a very strong second half of the season, traded away Dak, lost Tank Delius Maximus last week. So they're going to be a little shorthanded, but a lot of young, exciting players that have come on strong at the end of the year for Motley. I think this one is too close to call, so if I'm a betting man, I'll take the, the plus 21 uh, Motley Jew. But I'm going to kick it over to Gino to uh, break down this playoff matchup. Yeah, I'll say this. It's it's interesting, and it's interesting early. Uh, Motley Jew, right now, we're about 45 minutes out from kickoff. Now it's starting Jalen Warren. You ask yourself, why? Najee Harris is banged up. Patriots are ass. Short week. Mitch Trubisky, they're probably going to feature the run. Why are you sitting Jalen Warren? And why are you sitting Jalen Warren in favor of Isaiah Pacheco, who has missed the past two practices with a shoulder injury? That's a big question mark. Could be a sign that Molly Jew doesn't want to win this game, although you probably should be pushing to win this game. That decision right there that's made Thursday at 7 o'clock could be the difference here. Uh, You're forced to start three receivers. 
One of them's banged up, like we already said. Um, Tank Dell. The other one, concussion protocol, Amari Cooper. And the third one, another guy you were relying on all year, Jerry Judy. Well, he's simply ass. So you're forced to start Jordan Addison, Romeo Dobbs, and Jacoby Myers. Okay. Uh, we talked about Houston a little bit with C.J. Shroud. That's going to be a tough game. Windy conditions, wet rain in New York. I don't expect that Dalton Schultz to do much. And the quarterbacks that were rolling out. Brock Purdy against Seattle. Last time he played Seattle, what did he go for, 24 points? No, he went for 10. Apologize, because it was all in the ground game. I think a similar effort here. And Aiden O'Connell, can't really trust him to score more than 15. This 130-point output by Motley Jew, I think is very, very fair. What I don't think is fair is a 22-point projection that Boats is going to win by. Now, I will surprise you and say Boats is going to win, but Boats is not going to win by 22 points. It's going to be a lot closer than people think. 148-136. Here's why. Going to come down to two guys and then two guys late. Jordan Love Monday night. If you had a game like he did on Sunday night, you could expect more than 18 points. Saquon, healthy, off a bye, refreshed. They're going to feed him. I could expect more than 18 points. Get off my mic, Ray. And then last, but certainly not least, Devontae Smith coming on late down the stretch. This was a weak wide receiver room that we pegged boats for. Poking holes in it all year, but Ayuk, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Smith, it could just get by for this week, and that's really all you need to get into the playoffs. I think all those guys score above 15 points. I think it's 148-136. Boats gets in. Boats goes to the playoffs. Motley Jew, 0-3. Boats, 3-0 in terms of playoff performances. I'm sorry. Getting into the playoffs. <laughs> um, is Amari Cooper out? He's on the wrong side of questionable. Okay. Well, ah, man, I, I'm just I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Motley and I'm I'm trying to figure out how I take them. Um, it's hard because I do think that this is sort of like a changing of the guard in the division over there. Like really, in the long term. <clears throat> but I. I can't find a way, even though that the Boats running back room is, in my opinion, it's very rocky and shaky right now. Uh, the matchups are good for the guys who have so- yeah. solid spots. Ah, oh, man. I was I was looking for a way to take Motley. I got to take Boats, though, to punch his ticket for the third time in a row. I, I, 152 feels high, I, I think. Um I'm going to say 135 to 127. I think it's going to be a thriller. I do think that the... <clears throat> who was it? The Isaiah Pacheco versus Jalen Warren choice could really determine this matchup. It really could. I mean, and the other thing about it too is, you know, you brought up a good point about changing in the guard. This is a very, very young team for Molly. It's an old, expiring, you know, archaic team, Ooh, if you will. Good for words, Gino. Well done. Expiring, what? archaic, those are good words. I mean, expiring contract. Austin Eckler? No, 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 for sure. He might, he might, he might be getting benched this week. <laughs> Archaic Saquon Barkley's knees. I mean, ask have, Brad. You, have you seen the mumblings? Yeah, Eckler benched. I mean, look, outside of Jordan Love, uh, outside of Brees Hall, you know, you can make the case to Bonte Smith, obviously, but there's not a lot of young pieces on this Boats team that I'm embracing. But again, I think it's just one last push for Boats. He did trade away some pieces. He's kind of all in again this year because he doesn't really have a choice. I think Boats wins this year, but if these two teams play in this exact same situation next year, give me Molly. Yeah, and you can make the argument that they won't be in, they won't be in the same spot next year. Uh, Motley, it was a good push. I think yeah. probably uh, 
with the, without the Tank Dell injury, without the Dak trade, we're we're talking differently, I think here. Um, so, I think Motley was being they have a vision and they're being sort of directed towards that, but uh, very competitive down the stretch makes you think what they're going to be moving forward. Boats, a little bit of a last dance situation here. Uh, we will move on to our self-determined, at least, matchup of the week. It's a win-and-in. One team has been in win-and-in situation for the last three weeks, talking about snake eyes. Uh, the other saw his playoff chances really kind of take a hit last week, losing to his younger brother. Snake eyes traveling across state lines into Yo Soy and Daddy Kong Juice territory. Snake Eyes is a four point. It's tightened up a little bit. It's it's close to five, actually. It's five points. He's a five point favorite over Yo Soy and Daddy Kong Ju. He's GG. Uh I think his nerves are kind of all over the place right now, to be honest with you. He's, he's gonna be out in San Francisco and he's gotta watch Debius and Kittle. <laughs> he's gotta root against his buddy's team. I mean, that's anyone's mind would be in a blender. I know Tanelli's is. And then across the field, Yosoy, he's been a he's been a contender. He's been called the F word. Uh you know, they go on long streaks, they, but they're always right there. They're always right in the thick of things. Uh and I think they want to punch their second ticket to the playoffs for sure this week. So it's gonna be interesting um to see whose guys come to play. But I mean, this is this is as much of a coin flip as I think you're gonna get. Yeah, and it could have been that much more interesting if Zach Wilson got the nod. And he still can. Because if you remember, Zach Wilson originally drafted by Snake Eyes, I think might have been the first overall pick. I think I think he has to start. I think like that has to happen. He has to happen. I mean, but who do you sit? Baker Asfield or Matt Stafford, who's been lighting matchup. it up. Who's got a bad matchup. However, let me give you the Ram- Zach Rams are matchup proof. Let me give you the Zach Wilson history. Drafted by Snake Eyes. Uh, Snake Eyes left him for dead. Traded him to Yosoy. Who, who, Keenan you're talking about? No, no. Zach Wilson. No, no. Because Keenan's been moving. No, no. no the Zach Wilson was traded to... No, he was cut. And then picked up by he, Evil he was He was drafted by Shrimp. No, no, no. Drafted by... No, no. You're so hot. What the hell? <laughs> drafted by Snake Eyes. Um, I just assume the shrimp has every no, jet. No. Drafted by Snake Eyes. He found his way onto the Yosue roster, and then Yosue <laughs> traded him for Will Levis. That's right, what went right, down. Right. How he got on Yosue's <laughs> roster, we're going to have to do some digging. I think, I, could, um, I think I could probably. I'm pretty sure Snake Eyes cut him, and then Evil Stevie picked him up, and then Evil Stevie traded him. To Yosoy, I think I could be wrong. EP, fact check me. I know you don't listen, but you listen. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: Yes, Snake Eyes is going to have to root against Debo Samuel and George Kittle. But you know who Snake Eyes will root for when he's out there? DK Metcalf, coming off a great game, and Christian McCaffrey. Last time Christian McCaffrey played Seattle, Thanksgiving. How many points he score? That's right, 33. Don't know if he's going to score 33, but I think he's going to go off. Damian Pierce against the Jets. Hate that matchup, but he's easing back into it. I think he finds a way to put up 15. The big guys here, the big guys here, 
Travis Kelsey against Buffalo. He's got to show up like Travis Kelsey that we know. And then A.J. Brown against Dallas. If those two guys perform for Snake Eyes, if those two guys perform for Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes will be the sixth seed in the playoffs. However, I'm going up against that, and I will say that Yosoy finds a way to get the job done. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, home against Denver. They were exploitable last week against Houston. I think Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen come out firing. And, yes, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, they've been hot. I just don't want to go against that narrative. Not to mention guys like Brandon Cooks are coming along and contributing. Guys like Corton Sutton has scored in five of six weeks. I got to love what they're doing. Not to mention Josh Jacobs coming off a bye. He's getting healthy. David Montgomery feels good against his old team in Chicago. That's a revenge game. Last time they played, he did score. I think this is going to be a Yosemite win. I think it's going to be close. It's obviously going to come down to Monday night. Will Levis, what's he going to do? Is he going to need eight? Is he going to need 18? Anyway, he finds a way to get it done. Yosemite, 146. Snake Eyes, 142. Wow, you're taking yo soy. Um, I'm gonna do. I just decided. I was. I was thinking about this for a second. I think Zach Wilson like somehow flipped the script with this last situation that occurred with the Jets. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson's gonna go off this week. I think it could be. I could. It, I, I might bet him two touchdown prop. Uh, I really. I like. Don't want to pick anyone in this game. Uh, I don't want to stake a flag on this one. I will say I was I was looking at it. Four players in this matchup will be played live in front of Tanelli's eyes. That's and and massive big time big yeah. time players. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. Uh people are going to think he's fucking has a head trauma the way he's rooting for the game, but um he does. Oh fuck, who do I want to pick here? I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you never should do, and I'm gonna go jerk off on live TV. I'm gonna go with the name the name brand value, and I'm gonna take Snake Eyes. Okay. Um, he's got the troops ready to go. He's won two in a row with the intention of needing to win three in a row. Uh, and Yosoi's just been way too erratic for me. You look at Snake Eyes point total. It tells a story. I think he's got the fourth most points in the league or something like that. Um, I'm going to bet on that, and I'm going to bet on a team that's on a two-game win streak looking to make it three, knowing that if they're going to win a championship, they got to win all of the games for the last six weeks or so. It's going to be close, though, and I do think it's going to be high scoring. Snake Eyes, 153. Yo Soy, 144. Very close matchup. Uh, and I'm looking. There's Monday night implications. So this will not be settled until 11.30. At least we can all take solace that Tanelli will have to stay awake until 11.30 at night on a Monday. Yeah, he hates doing that, but it might be too far gone because you know, so I might already have a lead at that point. So we will see. Well, yes, of course, that would end it. But I do think we that there's see. a. it would be very poetic if, if Levis needed to hit his 12-point projection to, to win the matchup. And he scores 14. That would be really something. Um, I mean, it's going to come down to the wire. And if you think about Yosoy last year, he got boned in this exact same situation where he needed to win and put up a certain amount of points. He didn't. Cosmic Gumbo got in. A lot of things could happen. This is going to be one to watch. The 4 o'clock slate for this one is, as the Paisans say. Hear me out. T- Tennessee down 45-7 to seven with two minutes left. Will Levis, touchdown pass. <laughs> 
Martinelli loses. Wins it. DeAndre Hopkins. Could you, could you not see that? Who does he throw the touchdown pass to? Kyle Phillips? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's ass. <laughs> no, I'm taking Tonelli, but man, there, there, there's there's some poetry in motion here uh, if, if there wants to be. Have you ever seen that, the meme where it's like so-and-so could do like the funniest thing in the world right now? Yeah. Will Levis could do the funniest thing in the world right now. We'll see. It's going to be tough, but this is going to be the one that I have my eyes set on um, because odds are if I lose... I'm playing these guys. So, do you wanna do you wanna pick the seeds right now, real quick? Yep, I'll pick the seeds. I think the one seed, obviously DMP, two seed yours truly HHC, three seed JOS, four seed boats, five seed Tom Sawyer, six seed Yosoy. I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Did I pick you in the? Yeah. I, I'm gonna. Oh, fuck. I, I'm gonna switch Tanelli and and. Uh, and Yosoy, because I just told you I was going to do that. But um, I see a world where where I get the three seed, for sure. I win, you lose. I, I could see that happening. Uh, it won't, but okay. Well, it's the only other likely scenario that, that I'm not going to pick something fucking insane. Uh, Gino, that's pod. It's pod, baby. It's week 14. It is the last week of the regular season. I mean, I remember us strapping in for week one, so we've come a long way. What a year it's been. And I forgot to mention, I saw Shuck last week. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Did you Dharma build play. your Dharma just a little bit too early? I think that's why I won, is because they said, look, you paid to see Shuck, Evil Stevie. Here's the win. So, Christian Watson, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you, you manifested that. Oh, I did. All right, well, good luck in week 14. God bless, and go get that corn. Ow! <laughs>